0: Okay. Okay. Hey everyone, it is Kayla got the 411. I'm back for
1: another what's good episode. I am here with Luke. Collins, Collins, how are you doing? We were having a little discussion, everyone, about um, the pandemic. He's on the West Coast. I've been getting a lot of West Coast artists. I'm so happy about that. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I'm doing well out here, um, enjoying, I think, the last bit of kind of summer fall crossover. So it's, it's been nice.
1: I love fall. my favorite time of the year. So I actually am very intrigued about actually getting to know you because you have an interesting background. This is actually your first debut singing song as an artist so when I listened to your song and Liam from your PR agency they were like this is your debut singing I was like oh my gosh this is great but you actually started off playing uh, viola so how did you make that big song?
0: Yeah um, it it definitely took took a while I've been playing I started playing violin when I was really young and I switched to viola to play play in college Um, so yeah I'd kind of been like an orchestra kid uh, most of my life. And um, and yeah, I, I knew kind of that a profession in viola was something that was going to be difficult. I, I didn't like love the instrument enough. I really loved music. It instilled that kind of passion in me. Um, and it's still something that I play almost daily. But, um, but yeah, it just wasn't being a professional violist kind of going into sessions and doing that type of thing. Um, one, I just, I, I, I wasn't good enough. Um, well, I didn't practice enough um and uh and I I just kind of knew that I kind of wanted to be a little bit more expressive than I could be on that instrument and I I kind of found that in in the voice and in guitar and um it took a while I I moved in and lived in San Francisco uh Mm -hmm. after after studying viola in college and kind of just took a completely different job outside of music and and just kind of like watched my friends kind of blossom in in the pop scene and in some of the more kind of like know popular current music genres and I was like wait that that actually looks really fun and and we can kind of go in and and make something fun out of this.
1: Right and that leads to my next question like how old were you when you realized music was a passion for you?
0: Yeah um, definitely super super young when I I realized you know music was a passion I kind of I joke often that you know if you were to ask my mom you know, what I, how, when it was that, uh, that, that passion first instilled in me, she'd probably pull up a picture of me, um, forcing everybody in my family to sit down as I staged a concert at like three years old. Um, and so, so it's always been a huge passion of mine, uh, but it wasn't really until just a couple of years ago that I, that I kind of thought "I, I can really make a, make a career out of this and kind of carve out, you know, um, a little piece of the industry for myself.
1: So you went to college to study viola, yeah. but you made a big transition to the corporate world. Yeah. How was I currently work corporate, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, Luke, I hate it, but <laughs> I don't good at it, but you know, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do while you're actually focused on your other thing. So how was it when you was actually, are you still working in corporate?
0: I'm not, no, I'm I, I, not. I'm coming up on about a year of, of being kind of fully working as a musician
1: congratulations. So how was
0: yeah. it Were you miserable? You know, I it wasn't constant misery. Uh, <laughs> but there was certainly uh, it came in waves. Um I I really appreciated I I think what I was looking for in that transition. Um I mean that's exactly what it was. It was a transitory period, right? That you know, we all go through those types of types of periods in our life and I was kind of just looking for stability. Um I I didn't couldn't quite see what the future would look like uh, with music and so the idea of of having a job that kind of had a career path that was mapped out that I kind of knew you know how much I I would be making if I were able to keep that job and what the promotion schedule looked like was you know really comforting in in that kind of time of uncertainty and so that's really what you know um, made me gravitate towards that I think at that period in my life and it really took I think being being comfortable in that to realize that like I don't actually like this at all um you know I, I just kind of liked the the idea of stability and so you know it was it was funny enough that I was happy enough in that job to kind of realize that I didn't like it at all um and that, <laughs> that I that I wanted to go on and, and do something different.
1: There's a little perks to it I always tell people to teach you how. Oh, yeah handle people professionally um you know any setting when you're in corporate it just you can be out at a concert it just teaches you how to interact with people so i do think it is a plus to it so for, there's a lot of creatives that are currently still working of course because you have to totally. live you yeah. have to you have to eat so i think a lot of people can definitely relate and that's brave of you to actually take that jump and just go dive into music as well yeah well, I, I appreciate it yeah so we're going to take a little moment. We're going to get to know you. Order. So we're going to um, pretty much um, pick either or. So I'm going to give you two options and okay. you're going to choose. Okay. So do you sing in the shower? If so, what songs? Um, I am
0: more of a car singer, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I have roommates still. And for somebody that like, makes a profession out of singing, I, I get weirdly self-conscious <laughs> at least when I'm singing in places where I'm not supposed to be singing, you know? Um, and so for me, uh, yeah, just kind of belting out something in the shower. Um, I'm much more comfortable, you know, in my car, kind of closed up in my own space. I love, love singing. Um, I, I'm really just obsessed with like a lot of female pop. Um, so I'll sing like a Sigrid song. I'll sing like a Tovalo song. Um, that's just like, way too high for me, but it's just like, I, it, sound, it sounds terrible, uh, but it's fun.
1: Everybody sounds good in the shower or the car. I tell everyone, when I'm driving, and I have the musical, someone's looking at me. <laughs> just let me enjoy. <laughs> let me enjoy my well, It's
0: funny that I say that, you know, oh, I, I, like, I prefer the car because I like my privacy. Um, I drive a, a Jeep Wrangler, uh, like an old Jeep Wrangler. And so half of the year, there's not even a roof on it. And so literally everybody around me could just Oh, but there's something about, like, the anonymity. It's like, they don't they don't know me. I can just kind of scoot off.
1: Yeah, I would think that's common over there in the West Coast. Probably everybody's just got top downs crews to listen to their music. Yeah. Next, horror movies or comedy movies?
0: Uh, definitely more of a comedy person. Yeah, I, I find that even if I'm watching horror movies, my, like, my scared response is just to laugh. I don't know why. But I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be that person, like, in a slasher movie that, like, they finally get them and uh I'm just like chuckling because that's my like nervous response.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the same thing too. I always laugh. Oh my gosh, I'm the type of some person too. Like when I laugh, <laughs> I make a lot of jokes when I'm nervous. It's, it's ridiculous. Not a lot of them caught on to it. I don't really trip up on it anymore. Next, who is the person in your life that you would include in your acceptance speech? When you win a Grammy, I like to talk as if it's gonna happen. Who will you include in your acceptance speech and why?
0: Oh wow. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, I mean, there's so many people, right? You, you, you start to realize, um, (laughs) how difficult of a task that is. I mean, I do think it really has to start, start with parents. Um, you know, they've been so, so kind of encouraging of me, uh, my entire life. Um, you know, my dad, uh, one time jokingly quipped that his retirement gig was going to be driving my tour bus. And so, yeah, um, yeah. And so, yeah, that, that kind of constant encouragement throughout life um, obviously is 100% why I've gotten this far um, and will definitely be why I get, um, you know, to the next steps, 100
1: Yeah, now, Luke, when you win your Grammy one day, <laughs> make sure they include and then. And <laughs> Kayla got the
0: 411, obviously.
1: Yeah. First- is Big on manifestation.
0: Mm-hmm. First taped interview,
1: actually. Really? Yeah. Well. That- i normally everybody's first. This place is really for up-and-coming artists. Sorry. Yeah. We, we see the same interviews from Beyonce and Dale Drake. Like, let's get to know the up-and-comers. So that's why I created this segment. And last, what inspires you in life?
0: Oh, wow. Um, that definitely changes. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, with the season, with where I'm at in life. Um, I never thought I would be somebody that kind of says this but but I do think I'm really inspired by nature and really kind of like the grandness of nature I really like you know a lot of my music the single that's out and and how I like to perform Um, it's just kind of like capturing a, a, a big emotions right like big feelings of love, big feelings of sorrow. And I'm really just inspired by like kind of mountain scenes or like I love flying in planes because I can just like see the vastness of, you know, especially kind of the West where there's just so much spread out kind of, and then you just see this like beautiful mountain like shooting up out of the desert. Um, That kind of just like bigness is something I really try and capture in music as much as I can. Wow,
1: a beautiful. I think you had the best explanation I've ever had on this show. (laughs) So pretty much speaking of your latest debut single, Tell You, like what was the inspiration behind that and your entire mindset when you created it?
0: Yeah, um, Tell You, um, it's it's funny that it's the first song to, to come out uh, because it was actually also the first kind of like pop song that I worked on like in a really kind of professional context. And so, um, yeah, I was really, we were driven kind of by, the chords that we were working with, the sound textures that we were working with was kind of like the the big inspiration. We kind of played those that it was like a, a profit uh, synthesizer patch that we were playing. And we're like, just kind of taken by that sound and that vibe. And um, it kind of made me, um, tell you isn't really based on like a specific story or anything like that, but it's definitely just about kind of this feeling of, of meeting somebody that makes you just a little bit tongue-tied. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I am... I'm a talkative person. I'm a communicative person. And right. uh, but I will definitely find myself either, you know, romantically or just like a cool person. Um, I'll be taken aback a little bit. I'll, I'll kind of like be at a little bit of a loss for words. And so that was just kind of my fun little flip on just kind of like, yeah, well, maybe sometimes I just don't need to. Um, I'll, I'll get a little tongue tied and that's okay. Cause uh, we're still just hey. seven.
1: I love that. So what has been the response from your peers and people who have so far listened to the single? Because I definitely love it. Liam, he's like, he's going to love it. And I love pop. Everybody knows I love pop music. I wanted it to be Britney Spears. I thought i would be Britney Spears when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, given um, everything we now know, um, it was tough being Britney. Uh, but...
1: It, it really was. Like, yeah, as yeah. a kid, I... Oh, my gosh, she's living the life, but... Yeah, it makes sense now Well, a lot of these artists do yeah. go alone by themselves.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Well, and exactly kind of um on that note, I, it's been so, so nice. And the reception has been just, yeah, it, it feels like a fun uh, little family. Like the, so many people helped me make this. And so it feels so nice to just even just give it to them, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jackie who helped me co-write it, Ben who helped me produce it, um, John who helped me produce it again or more and, and mix it. And, you know, there was just such a, a big team, uh, you know, almost a, just on the, the song side. And then, you know, my friends helping with photography and with styling and, um, just with kind of like general, um, consultation on, you know, the direction of the project. So, just with the people that have kind of stepped up and said, Hey, I want a a piece of this or to be a part of this. It's been so lovely just like being able to to give it to them um, first and foremost. Uh, But, but then beyond that, it's, yeah, it's been really nice. It's a first release. So it's just like my first tiny little baby step out into the world. And um, but it, it feels like we're laying a really fun foundation um, and, you know, really looking forward to build, upon you know what we've
1: started here that's amazing everyone needs their team especially in this industry when things get hard so having a support system around you that is truly a blessing. and i'm pretty sure yeah, they feel yeah. about you with trusting them to be able to help you this is your baby this is pretty much your baby this is your first baby single so it's like your newborn. yeah so sure <laughs> way about you so what is next for luke do you plan on putting out a full project soon
0: Yeah. So we're building towards that. Um, my, my goal is to get, um, two more singles out, um, you know, as close to the end of the year as possible, but that's like barreling towards us at lightning speed. So, um, you know, within, you know, by January, 2022 to have kind of three singles up, rolling with those they're all these a very fun vibe similar to tell you um and some video content to support that and then um then really start playing shows as as heavily as possible around California and and hopefully you know around the country Um, but yeah just releasing more music um you know about every six six weeks and then um then just going to kind of promote that and see it we have a, a back catalog of you know, another half dozen songs that we'll definitely be playing live and kind of see what the reception is and when we want to maybe release those.
1: That's amazing. Well, Luke, I'm so happy for you, especially with this being your debut. I don't know, I I love hearing um, artists with their debut. It's a little nervous nervousness, excitement as well. It's such an accomplishment. And I want to say thank you so much for being on my show and having to be your first recording as well. How was that? Very easy. Oh,
0: it's so fun. Yeah. No, such a blast. Um, just so smart and so chill I think I'd be friends with your parents. I- yeah, you know, funny to like just hear hear yourself talk about your own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um definitely. I'm definitely used to being the guy that's like, oh well, what do you think? You know? <laughs> but um so so it's an interesting uh, thing, but certainly so fun. And exactly kind of like you said, it's, um, it's exciting um, for a lot of firsts, like even this, right. Um, it's exciting to kind of have like, almost like just like notch it in your belt, right. Um, but then you're like, Oh, let's, let's do that again. Let's, let's do it some more. Let's. Mm-hmm. We're
1: just or Tuesday, that's why I like to make it more, um, you know, personal here sometimes. It depends on some guests. I like to get into their personal business because sometimes they may be nervous. or so
0: <laughs> Right.
1: Be but I want to make all you artists feel comfortable and just talk about your music. And someone's talking about their music, it's like, oh, my yeah. gosh, it's your passion. So, of course, you're going yeah. to talk. So, thank do you so you, much. Quick question.
0: Do you play music or is the, is the kind of, like, journalism interviewer aspect more... More always been your scene.
1: Well, funny story is, I moved to Atlanta, um, right after high school in 2010 to be a songwriter. Okay. I had hey. somebody, everything, I had artists, but something I learned how messed up this industry could be. Where this particular gentleman, uh, when it was time for me to sell these songs, he owned the rights to the songs mm. and he would not get them over to me. I guess you know, he liked me and I didn't realize it. So that actually was the first step where I actually learned, okay, wow. This industry is very cutthroat. There's some real people here. So since I love music so much and I love to talk, this is my way of like incorporating it and giving artists a chance to get their music and platform out there.
0: Totally. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I get. I think something that um, we didn't get a chance to touch on was like the. You know, what's the one thing you you would change in the music industry? Mm-hmm. Um, and and as I've looked at it more closely, I think just it is so just from the bottom up the lack of female representation in a writer's room is ridiculous. I like the, the stats been thrown around, you know, and it it keeps being reaffirmed in study after study that of, you know, the billboard 100 uh, top 100 song given year um, of all the writers credited only about 12% are are female. Um, which is just crazy when you think about it and when you that's for that's on writing and then when you break that down to the producer level um only two percent of the producers credited on the top 100 songs in a given year are are women and that's been a stat that's been held up since
1: 2011 oh my gosh like that's like it makes me like oh my Cause I, you know, I feel like once I get this set and stuff like that, I definitely want to help artists with their music. Pop and R and B is more my thing. I'm not I'm not gonna write a rap, you guys, but I'm pretty sure I could. But that's sad.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, there's a lot. If you, um, the Annenberg School of uh, Media at USC, you um, Southern California, um, does an annual study on it and um yeah it's just kind of year after year they're like still hasn't changed still been hovering around 12 percent um and since wow. 2011
1: yeah and i really kind of push for artists is to kind of write your own music sometimes just um to know how you're feeling sometimes you get stuck the writers block and i talk oh, to a lot yeah. of in the show during the pandemic, a lot of people on the show said they just didn't have any inspiration to write music. I mean, you're sitting in the house; you can't go out with friends. But wow, we—that's sad. I'm gonna look into that after that. That's really sad.
0: Yeah, I'll—I I can email you the, the the link to the study, and the, there's some other info. But there's a lot of people working to combat it. There's, you know, an organization called She Is the Music that kind of directly looked looked at those stats and said, "Well, what can we do about this?" And you know, they're working. <laughs> a lot on building peer networks, right? Um, that there are, there are women in those rooms and they can bring more women in, right? And really just kind of giving a voice to that, you know, raising a lot of awareness that like, hey, your are writer's room, um, you right. know, look around. And if every single person in the room looks like you, or if every single person in the room is a man and you're writing a song about women that is gonna set the cultural narrative about women for, uh, for the year, Maybe you're not doing the best you can,
1: exactly, even these Grammys, I heard that you know they've been having the same people you know nominating each year, like what? let's up, let's get women in there, let's get different races and different age groups in there. It's time to change things up, so I'm hoping you know, especially with this show, you know, yeah, I can change and open the doors for myself and all you artists out there as well.
0: well, I, yeah, I really appreciate it. And I love your earrings. That's great. We're doing a lot of orange for, for Tell You. and for I, know,
1: I love colorful and I know it's fall, but look, I cannot let go of spring and summer. I'm holding on to it.
0: Orange counts for fall.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. And plus, I'm in the house. Plus, I'm in Georgia. So it's, it's chilly in the mornings, but normally it's probably like 78 degrees now. So I get mm-hmm. a pass. There we yeah. go. So I'm so glad you had yourself to enjoy this show. So I'm always here to support. I tell you all when you have things going on, I'm here to support. And I have a playlist on Spotify and Apple, which I need to update uh, with all of you artists' music so that I can like Amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. so everybody that's on this show, I add two songs on there so people can listen to all of you all. Amazing. Hey, I appreciate y'all. that. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment share and of course hit that subscription button i am grateful for every view whether you like me or you don't and don't forget i got a podcast too there are exclusive episodes on that podcast so don't forget to go check that out as well they're on spotify itunes our heart radio pandora baby i'm everywhere okay and follow me on social media i'm kayla got the 411 on twitter TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby, like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.